Blog Talk Radio. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Hello out there, Internet people that is listening to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for June the 19th, 2010. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host for this evening is Brenda Wright. The light is right. We're coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio with fresh news on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We are with real news for real people with real issues looking for real solutions. We have a wonderful show, a fun show, might I say, for you this evening, and we will be talking about love, relationships, and marriage. And for those that have had 18 years of relationships, of of experience, hands-on experience, all is welcome. So we will be right back with more on the issue or the subject of love, relationships, and marriage. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
would know me as Mary. Y'all know that was Mary J. Blige on I'm Just Mary, okay? And since we're talking on the subject of relationships, love, and marriage, you know, we know that Mary J. Blige have went through a lot of those kinds of ups and downs. So, you know, I'll be playing a little bit of her primarily throughout, you know, our break, you know, to to let y'all know that uh, there's somebody out there that do understand besides us right here at the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk radio show. So the subject is love, relationships, and marriage. And I guess I, I have a panel of people that is here with me today. Uh, that know this subject very well, hands-on experience, because that's all we need, call those that been through something, all right? And they're going to be here to tell their points of view, uh, whether it's the negative or the positive, but you're going to get a little bit of everything. It should be fun. So look at this thing as fun, but educational all at the same time, because everybody goes through something. So my question for you all today is this. What is good about relationships? What is bad about them? What can we do to become transparent, responsible, and accountable for our mishaps, misleads, misunderstandings that lead individual people into more harm than good? What do we have in common with others that have faced mental, emotional, and physical abuse during a love and marriage relationships, can it be fixed? Can you be happy in a healthy relationship? We need comments from you out there listening in on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk radio show. Come and join us on this venture to share your views. Time to help someone in need to help cope with this issue. I mean, it ain't an issue. It's just part of life, we know, but sometimes it can become an issue. Stand up, speak up, and speak out, America. There are troubled teens that go through this. There are adults that go through this, and they all have faced these kinds of dilemmas. You could give hope to someone in need of inspiration with your story or testimony. If you have any questions or you want to be a guest on this show, or you are an expert, you can email me at wclarty at familiesandvictimsoffraud.com, or you can call in on the call-in number, 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884. Beg to be on live to talk about it. Do your research and bring your A-game, and let's talk about it, y'all. All right. So I'm going to go on back to another break for right now, and I'm going to be back, okay? And then that's when we're going to start up this whole steamy romance called love, <laughs> relationship, and marriage. Be
And we got over here Mr. Eric. Mr. Eric going to be over here giving his say-so and what he thinks, and it'll be all good because we're trying to get all sides of the story. Then we got, last but least, we got one other one, but I'll see. But that is Monique from Atlanta, Georgia. Now, she's here, too, because I'm sure she got something to say, too. So we're all here to have fun and, and toss the salad up. Then we got this young man that sit here. Uh, Brenda, who is this young man that decided to come in and sit on a session in the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show? Where, who is he? Well, Wendy, that happens to be my son. Oh, it's shoot son. now. Eric, Eric Jr., everyone. Eric Jr., Eric Jr. Eric, say something. Say hello to the Internet world. Come on, tell him. Say hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Hey, you hear him in the background, y'all? He might even know a little bit about a relationship. He, you know, it's always good to get a, 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 a young man's point of view. And he's sitting over here talking about, no, don't put me in it. But who knows? He might give a little bit of his intuition. It's good. So, okay, I got some questions, okay? And I'm getting ready to now start this show. We've talked long enough, all right? So we're going to start with our co-host over here, Brenda Wright. The light is right. And I know she got something to say. So the first question that I'm going to propose to you is this. What is good about relationships? Well, well, Wendy, the good thing about being into a relationship is you have someone that can share some of your dreams with. You got someone else that can help take care of you as far as financially and physically, mentally, okay. or whatever kind of ways you feel that you may need that extra partner for. Uh-huh. But best but not least, you have someone that you can share the rest of your life with. Whoa. So if you into a relationship, you got to become the best friend that you want to be at the beginning to build a good relationship. Now, how do you get to be best friends? How you build a best friend status? Because when you when you when you're friends, it's easier to become be friends in the beginning because you're not really in, into a commitment type mode. So therefore, you can accept if, if the person's not meeting up to your your expectations. You you can accept that. Oh, so because you say you really ain't interested in the beginning like that anyway. You just knowing one another, and you ain't really interested. You know, even though you're friends and you know each other, it just don't pop off to you as like, hey, that's going to be your lifelong partner. Exactly. That's basically what you're saying, right? Exactly. So, okay, then since that is the case, then what do we do for those that just meet one another after 30 years or never seen each other, you know, before in their life, and they end up being life partners, and some of them, they crumble, you know what I'm saying? But what well, that's, that's part that? of the reason why they do crumble, Wendy, because being in, in that little expansion of time, they don't know how each other, how, how their mode, their mind is mm-hmm. about each other anymore. So they have to take that time to find out and see if they still have that same compatibility that they had at the beginning, mm. but they lost. Well, now I'm getting ready to start relaxing. Say relax, relax, relax on this one, because it's going to get heated up. I know this one's going to turn up the fire somewhere. But so I'm going to propose this question over here to candidate number two, Thailand. Thailand. Why is it that 
is, okay, I'm, I'm coming off of from what Brenda Wright just got finished saying, right, about knowing somebody uh, as, as a friend before you get, you know, uh, involved. Tell me, how do you perceive, because I know you got friends that you have dated, you know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking out, you know, but now have 15 years, the 10 years, the 5 years. You know, what would you say about those relationships that don't actually get to last? Because even though you know them, you don't end up being with them. Or, or even the point of one that you just see as just nothing but a friend. You know, and you don't want to have no relationship with them, except a friendship, and sometimes friendships even fall out. So I'm asking that question. Well, I, I think you should not perceive things as they are or as, as, as they look like. <coughs> Excuse me. Some friendships are meant to be friendships, and people try to pursue a relationship when they only were meant to be friends. But okay, then... Before you go in, I'm going to ask this one part. If there is no relation, nothing there, why would they pursue having a sexual relationship? So, because you got some of those friends who are just, you know, sex buddies, sex friends. Well, I think, as I was saying, some friendships are just meant to be friendships, but we try to make something more out of them. We try to pursue that dream woman, that wife, that dream that you have perceived in your life, and if you feel that's the right person, there's nothing wrong with going for what you know or going for that goal of finding out if that's your wife or your helpmate. Right. Okay, but... But in life, we make mistakes. Many times we pursue that in our high school days, mm -hmm. in our 20s, mm -hmm. and throughout life. Mm -hmm. You know, we look for that dream, and we think that's the one. Right. But if it comes to you already knowing somebody, and say like you've been knowing the person for five years, and you had a relationship with them, and it failed, but it never did go into anything, you know, but yet still you pursue the relationship. Come on in there, Brenda. I see you over there thinking with your fingers. Well, because I was going to give a comment give about a comment. Uh, Tyrone when he was talking about the part about the, when you asked about the sex part. Right. A lot of the reason why people pursue their friends as partners in sex is because it's a trust issue. Okay. They already know right. this person. They, they do this with this person right. even though that they're not in a relationship because they already have established a, a, a thing within their self right. that they are friends. Right. Okay. But so then how come how come they won't get together for good? Because they, because they have different visions. Vision. Yeah. The difference of vision. Now, when the friendship blooms, they will share the same vision. When in, uh, At the beginning of a friendship, you can tell if you're willing to put in the work to build a stronger friendship mm -hmm. into a relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you don't share the same vision, then you can't do it because at some point that person is going to feel like being used. Once well, other things start coming out, so therefore, you know, that's how most of them end up falling out or being called labeled as dogs or no good or skeezers. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Tyler. Let's hear from me. And then sometimes in the... Reverse of that, 
we get in a relationship or a man is something we should have been friends with. Okay. Okay, and well. Sometimes you are friends and we're meant to be together as husband and wife. You know, okay. it goes both yeah, ways. Yeah, it does go both ways, but how do you know where the fine line goes? Eric, tell us something. You know the fine line when you friends first, and but you do every bit of the day, you're thinking about that moment as being your wife. When you miss her in your heart, mm-hmm. when you walk in, it's like bombshells go off. Mm-hmm. That's how you know that's the one. And after you spent the time to learn about it, mm-hmm. and you realize you love everything that, that that's about her, that's how you know that's the one you're going to take as your wife. Okay. Now, you can walk in a room, and you can meet somebody and be friends, but you know that's your friend because you don't get that feeling of bombshells okay. going on. But, Okay. Oh, wait a minute. We go on so deep right now on straight talk. No, we ain't Kahari and a horror show, but definitely we getting so deep on straight talk. We got Monique. She wanna come in to the into the ring and give something off. Come on, Monique. Tell us what your view is. Now I just wanna piggyback on what he was saying. Go ahead. But the bombshells that you really feeling, if you had a spiritual mean consummation, mean a intercourse with that woman or man. Uh-huh. That's a bombshell that you may feel also. That's a bombshell you may feel. But in terms of longevity, well, in terms of longevity, I feel that if that person, in my relationship, if that person cannot propel you into your vision, if that person is stopping you from going forth in your vision, if that person can see your flaws and say, that's all right. I see you as a a different person. Mm. I see you going, I see you, they can vision your vision. They can Mm -hmm. connect to the Mm -hmm. vision that God has Mm -hmm. placed in you before Mm -hmm. the foundation of the world. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, hey, you're getting all sides of this. That's for sure, y'all. So y'all get your ear plugged in. If you got anything you got to say on this subject, hey, call in. Let's call in. Number at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. Now, that, that is the ending of round one, and we will be back for round two after this song. Don't feel the same, but he's telling me I'm. 
talking about today on love, relationships, and marriage. Don't waste my time, said Mary J. Blige and Aretha Franklin. You just heard that song. Again, that was Don't Waste My Time. We're back here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show, and we're going. We're talking about again the subject on love, relationships, and marriage. Okay. Now we're coming back for round two. We didn't already came off from round one. It gets better with time here. So the second question, I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to put it to Brenda Wright. The light is right. What? is bad about relationships, Brenda. Come on with me because we're going around the, around the rosy. we we playing musical chairs today. Come on with it. Okay, Wendy, what gets bad with relationships is when we lose the respect that we have shared for one of one other. So if we start out as friends and we honor each other as friends and if we, we're trying to move on to that next level, then we have to still respect each other's space and right and thoughts. Mm-hmm. But um, the bad thing about that when building in a relationship or sometimes even in friendship is when one person starts losing the respect that the other person for the other person. So if that person, they already know from being friends with them what they already like and mm-hmm. don't like. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they go on and do something that that person does not like mm-hmm. and they continuously do it over and over and over, then that means they're not respecting that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Hey, I, I, I see common sense in that. Definitely I see that. Monique, you got something to say on this? I know you do. What's bad about a relationship? I can piggyback on that. Piggyback. Um, Let's hear it. I really this do, is too I, deep, y'all. I, I really do believe that from speaking to people that have been together 50 years or 60 years, 25 years, 15 years, communication is always, because um, you're going to have that where you feel like that person has disrespected you. But like... Um, Tyler Perry said in his movie, mm, he said good he, don't support. Put, he don't put nobody out of his out of his life. He just keeps telling them, hey, what you're doing is hurting me. Mm-hmm. What you're mm-hmm. doing is hurting me. And if they, they hear you, but if they're not listening, then that then, then he it, it, it ends up breaking, breaking off. I like that. I like that. I like the support that you just put in there, you know, bringing in a credible source that's already out there talking about family, life, friendship, love, relationships, stuff like that, which is highly Tyler Perry. You know, I, I personally like, you know, his movies because it's a great concept on how we should think. And he keeps going back to the old school way of doing things because old school is where you find your whole foundation at. And a lot of us have lost that somewhere, you know, during our life of living or creating a different life for ourselves or whatever. But definitely that wholesome old school lifestyle, you know, does play a big part. Now, not to say that there is some downfall and disadvantages there too, but you would have less of this if you had more of that, you know what I mean? So what you got to say about it, Eric, I know you got something to say too. Yeah, every great relationship has have pitfalls. Mm-hmm. You just gotta learn how to work over the pitfalls. How do you, you do gotta, that? How do you work parties, over it? The two parties gotta communicate and they gotta meet at a neutral line. So you saying that not only that you have to communicate, 
but you guys ain't friends, and then you got to find neutral ground. Interesting. Okay, you I like that. You gotta listen to the other person's point of view. Uh huh. You gotta learn how not to step over the boundaries sometimes. Okay. And sometimes you step over boundaries and you don't know you have stepped over them boundaries. Okay, that's what's bad about that's the disadvantage part right. about the relationships. Tyler, tell us what do you think is bad when it comes now we talked about what was good. Now we're gonna talk about what is bad about them. What's bad about the relationship? I mean you got what's good about it. Now what's bad about a relationship? Okay, and you heard, you know, Eric he spoke and you know I'm well you you heard Monique say a few things. we wanna hear your concept. What what's your what's your concept on this? The things that can be hindrance to a relationship and I'm not taking a male point of view or a female point of view. You know, anything I say, it goes vice versa. And every time I say something, you're saying, I'm saying it back to myself. Okay. First of all, communication. Not communication just verbally, but spiritually, emotionally, and verbally. Well, spiritually, okay, since she's bringing in spiritually, what, what, what is in that spiritual communication are you looking for to have that wholesome balance in, you know, uh, uh, for a committed relationship not to turn bad? Well, a spiritual connection is when you, you, you are on one accord with that, with your, your, your spouse, your, your other half, mm-hmm. and when they need their space, you feel they need this space before they even ask you for their space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you should abide by what you feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if they need a hug, you know they need a hug before you offer the hug, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. or before they, you know, quit fighting your 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 emotions, quit fighting your spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, 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 quit quitting the spirit. And as you quit the spirit, then relationships dissolve. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in other words, what you're saying is that, I'm just going to use this on the same page as you, is what you're saying is that in, 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 in any relationship, whether it's, you know, you're a half or, you know, a friend or whatever y'all being at the time, that communication does not only go with just talking verbally, but it's a spiritual concept of communication to be able to be intuitive about your 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 loved one's uh, needs to be hugged or or go ahead. As they call it today, vibe. Okay. You know, right. Vibe. 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 Right. Okay. Right. Vibe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When you vibe right. with somebody, I mean, I don't care if you on the horn, they mm-hmm. on the drums. Da, 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 da. <laughs> y'all, right. y'all vibe. Okay. It's a it's a musical. Ooh, I, uh, musical evanescence. Oh, you know, it's just okay. a, it's a chemical flow or a spiritual flow that gets close with each other, and you can't rivet it. You, if you if you if you go against it in any way, it it changes it up. It changes the rhythm, the flow, the pattern. Um. Well, you know, but there are there are people now. Uh, to add to what he is saying, it, it, there are people that that are not that intuitive. To be able to uh, to see the unseen, because now we're talking about nonverbal communication, although it's just as verbal as talk verbal communication. So I say that 
if you're not intuitive and that you cannot see the unseen. And there are people that are made like that that cannot see no further than what is in their eyes. So, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to, 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 to find, and I will use myself as an example, you know, um, being able to find one that you can vibe off of that's intuitive enough to where you don't have to say anything and it just get done. I have many a times that said, you know, that, hey, I, if, I, if I get into a relationship, this is what I would like to see. If I can see the need of a person and the person don't have to say nothing but a few words and then just pay attention to observation, I should be able to know the need because I know my own need. Being more intuitive or intuitive with yourself is where it really counts because you can't do no more than what you do for yourself. And so if your mind is limited on what limits you put on yourself, then those same limits, you would also apply them in that relationship, friendship that you're in. And so to say that is to say this, that when there is a relationship that is in a disadvantage based on because there's not enough sight, insight, or they can't see that deep, to know the need. The need need to be is that I don't have to say anything and you should know everything that I need as provided. That's right. That's even down to when you know the food in the refrigerator need to be done. You know the bills need to be done. You know that we need to have some money to go out on. You know that we need needs in order to roll the relationship and that there's no stress in it. Now, the other stuff come in with expectations roll, and that require seeing face up without saying a word too by saying, baby, this is the way it's going to be. This is how I am now, and this is how I am forevermore. And then all you got to do is fill in the blanks where everything else is that says something totally different. And let's say over here to Monique, what is it? What is it? What is it bad about them? If we talk about, uh, and I'm just going to put this out there. Throw it out there. African-American relationship uh-huh. versus other culture. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm now dating outside of my race for the first time ever in my life. Oh, Lord, we're okay. getting ready to have a diversified <laughs> conversation here on the Lord of the I'm learning about... Um, the Latino mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. period, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is focused on encouraging and building on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm told you're my princess. Mm-hmm. See, I love you. Well, now those are spiritual and things it's, too. It's, it's, I mean, every every day. I mean, this is something I've never That will woo you to fall in love. No, you ain't got to be in love yet. As an African-American man, being an African-American woman, I've never experienced a man every day telling me, maybe you're beautiful. 
and believe after all this time. I'm in love with a man who can never be mine. I'm just to think I believe one day you'd really be mine. Like you said you were. you know that is Mary J. Blige speaking to us on this good Saturday over a subject called love, relationships, and marriage. Welcome back. This is the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, 
And again, we got questions on round three. Ring three. All right. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we going back on over here into corner. Over here to the right corner, we got Eric. Eric, we going to ask you a question right here. And you can do a knockout if you want to. It's all right. Because this is the place where you get it all out. If you're going to get it out, get it out. Because this is the place to be. Stand up, speak up, and speak out, however it comes. But you're doing it from the heart, you know. So the question to you over here, over here in the left side of the ring, what can we do to become transparent in a relationship, responsible, and accountable? I said again, when I was talking to you all in the beginning, I told this part, I said, what can we do to be transparent, responsible, and accountable for mishaps, misleads, misunderstandings that lead people and individuals into more harm than good in love, relationships, and marriage? So I'm going to ask you the three questions. What can we do to become transparent, responsible and accountable in this kind of situation, especially if we got, if we see the relationship being a disadvantage, it's got more bad than good. If you can try to work on the relationship and you find out that it ain't going nowhere and the person is hurting you more than helping you, you've got to, you've got to let it go. You can't put if you try to keep at it, it damages you more than helping the relationship. Okay, so what can we do to be, let's break it down in one, two, three. What can we do to be transparent about it? That means where it is, where, where you can see it as it really is, as clear as this darn window to the outside, looking outside in the, in the backyard. How can you make it that transparent? Okay. But if you see him let it go, what would be the transparent way to finalize it? You gotta tell him. How? Oh, wait a minute, how? Oh nigga, I'm in love. How you gonna tell me that's hard to do? If you're in love, it is hard to do. How you gonna tell me? I didn't say that, y'all. I did say that word, N word, didn't I? But oops, this is a mature audience, y'all, because there are people that do talk like this. So that's why I'm Lardy Miss Clark Lardy. Definitely, I'm gonna come out with some stuff. Yeah. You ain't gonna never really get to see it. You gotta, it come to you when the time is right. Your, your note to let it go. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I've got an opposition on the other side. It's to the right. we got Monique. Monique, tell us what you talking about, girl. Tell us the opposition. Why are you saying over there shaking your head? Can you say that last lady you just made it If she can't see it, somebody tells it to her, and she don't see it, she gonna, she has to wait until, until she feels it in her, in herself. To let the relationship go. Nobody else can tell her to let the relationship go. She got the feel to let the relationship go. Okay. No matter how much you tell her, she ain't gonna listen. Okay. Oh, what about him? That's a him too. 
Is that really true? Well, so we ain't got no opposition there. Wait a minute. I want to hear the opposition, though. I know you got something over there that might put a little zing on this. Come on, tell me what was the thought before you got that understanding. I thought he was saying that you got to, she got to figure out for herself. But a lot of times we as women already know, okay? But, you know. Oh, Lord. But, Oh, you know, it's a war in the inside to say, I'm going to let this go. you got to make that consciousness and want to step away from it and be on your own and go back to being, to, you got to want whatever your dream or desire is more than you want that relationship. I guess it's got to pull you down so. Now, I didn't been there. I didn't wish it would pull me down so. And then I said, you know, I have to let this go. I can't no longer do this. But I had to go down first. I've been knowing the brother wasn't no good. Ding, 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 ding. Now, wait, hold on. We got a three deep conversation right over here with Tyler. Tyler, come on in. Oh, well, come they all got here. Come on, y'all. Like was stated earlier by Brenda, there comes a time in a relationship where you're riding on this ocean and the wave gets high. And one person might fall off the boat. That don't mean you let that boat burn, that person and leave that person in the water. You can reach back for that person and get them. Well, now, you don't pull this person back on the boat. Now, you done went through the sea some more. Now, the, you, the other person got thrown off the boat. He don't need the other person. He reached back. So it's going to come a time when this person is weak and this person got to be strong. Or this person got to be when he's weak and the other one has to be strong. Oh, wait That's what pulls and what makes that. What Eric said earlier, that power play, that just boom and just explosion after that. It's like you got to make it through that turmoil. You got to make it through that turmoil. You got to press sometimes. Oh, that press hurts, though. Yeah, that it hurts. It's a hard press. Oh, Lord, have sometimes you want to give it in. else. You can only give what you have done for yourself. 
So again, okay, Tyler, Tyler, you over here trying to give up, give up the finger. Come on now, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what finger you were giving up, but you know it's all right. <laughs> I'm just picking with you. Go ahead, give us some of your your true verbal thoughts. Brenda has stated where you said she said if you force it, it'll break, and Eric agreed to that. So when you're forcing something and you don't want to force it because it'll break, that means the person who is being forced should be willing to bend. But if they're not willing to willing bend, to bend. they're not willing to they bend. They must be willing to bend. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right over here. What you're trying to say, the person got to be, like she said, you got to be willing to change. If that person ain't willing to change, it's not matter how much she loves you. Right. That means then you keep on forcing it. It's going to break. Okay. You can't what change it. What if something is going to break What's the example? example oh, wait, come on now. Y'all want to help me out? If you force them, like, I, like we can love each other Argument. as long as possible, but if you keep on intentionally arguing and fighting, that is breaking. The right. violence. Well, wait a minute. The domestic violence would have to be with the physical it part. But then there's you a can, mental. You can break them mentally. And then you can break emotionally. Then you can break spiritually. So there's four ways to break a person to get them to the point where they don't to be bothered with you, no matter how much you love them. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because, first of all, you're doing the four, the four opposites of what break is. You're messing with them mentally. You're also messing with them physically. Then you turn around and you're going to mess with them spiritually. And then emotionally, because one will not, Understand that it takes all four to to keep the relationship on a stream of calmness, less stress, the whole bit, you know, because that's where it's really at, how much stress is being put onto the person that is in the relationship. That's when you got to learn how to back off. So anyway, anyway, so what can we do to be responsible? I know you got to know the person's limits and your limits. What's the responsibility in it, Brenda? The responsibility in it is if you notice that there's something that's not working out, the best thing to do is to let it go because they, you're not being selfish. And when you're being selfish, then that, that, that makes it harder for you as being an individual because after it's over and you have moved on to someone else, you're stuck into this selfishness that you're not going to be able to expose yourself out there the way you should be. Okay. Well, and I'm going to add to that. Well, I'm not even going to piggyback off of it, but I will say that as a part of that would come, I have seen in my own life, you know, where men were not responsible knowing that they could not uh, step up to the plate in the area which were very little things that were being asked, not nothing great big. It's like a damsel in distress. If I was a cutie pie damsel in distress and, and, and playing the role that I'm broke and I ain't got nothing and walking the street or just being just totally just I'm just there, and he'll take care of me because he know I'm in need or I'm going to give him the illusion that I'm in need, you know, and then I'm pretty too, you know what I'm saying? And if they rather, you know, step up the plate and help somebody that looks like that they're in distress when they never is, 
You know what I mean? You know, they know how to get the money. You know, but a person, and we're saying this also the opposite side because right. there's some men that women take advantage of, sure you know, that, 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 that need their help, and then they, they capitalize on that to use them once they get their own by way of obligating. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, now, see, as we said it before, it's spiritually, physically, emotionally. But we're talking about friends. We're talking about lovers Everything. and marriage. We're talking about relationship, period. Go ahead. So, it, so. Ahead.
right here, because that's a question that can be answered only by a young person that with a with a pure. If you see your mother, her father together in a love relationship, or they're married, how do you feel if they was to ever split up? Would you be upset with that, or could you continue? Say it one more time. Say it a little bit louder and a little slower. I would think if they explain things to because women, they would be having a great time. The women, they would be having a bad time. Mm-hmm. But if they would explain the thing to you, you will be able to accept whatever the decision is between them. But if you see these things, how does this make you feel? Do you like it when mom and dad is together? Yes. Okay. Explain why you like it. Because I like to see when they have a great time with each other and express their emotions to each other. You know what? You know what? I, I adore talking to a fresh mind. You know, I really do. It's a little Eric. It's a little Eric, y'all. I mean, I in the house where he took and he was like, no, don't put me in it. But here's something, a great point. Now, but say if your mother and your father decided to break it off and you'd be understandable about what's going on, how would you deal with points? But I would be kind of mad because I would miss seeing them together. Uh-huh. And talking, mm-hmm. then, but, Mama. Go ahead, baby. It's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. We need to hear. See, this is what it's all about. We on a forum talking about what's on our heart. Tell it, baby. But but then I can see them separately. That makes me mad because I'm used to seeing them together. Right. If I did not see them together, the things you just make me explode. Okay. And, okay, but would you be able to handle it? No. Why? Because, well, I can't see my mom and dad's face at the same time no more. Okay. Okay. And you know what? That's a natural, that's a natural way to think. That is a natural way to think. Oh, 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 come on, sit down. Come on, you see, because this is good stuff. This is good stuff. I really appreciate you, little Eric, for explaining how you feel. You know, we have kids, and we don't let kids talk. We don't hear them. Sometimes we don't because we all are messing with the hustle and bustle of the day. But in the end of the day, to hear a child take and speak, it's mine. It's mind-blowing, and it satisfies the point. And thank you very much for giving me your input, okay? Yes. All right, now we're going to go on to what are the consequences of good and bad love? The consequences of good, good and love is marriage. 
Okay. Why is that? Is it good? It's good because um, with marriage, you've already picked. You've already picked your chosen one. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna do this for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. The only part that that be a, a bad consequences in that is when you lose the focus of the marriage and what you you got together for and what you're putting into it. Once you uh, get into marriage, it's it's like a whole new different ball game. Mm-hmm. There is no more you make the decision and run it across. It's we make the decision mm-hmm. and we decide together. We do everything is together. When you choose that you don't want it to be together no more, then your marriage aside. Right. And and when you when you're in a marriage, you also gotta still remember as being human. Both both parties are still human, so mm-hmm. there's no one party that needs to labelize another, right? Or or feel that the other needs to be more submitted to to them, because the the thing about it is you have to still respect each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's uh, that is 100%. I believe, uh, you know, I and listening to little Eric, you know, and his point of view of what you know he would feel, you know, after being all of his life with his parents, you know, I would look back even on my life where. You know, I didn't get that opportunity to see, you know, my parents have a love relationship. I knew that they were married, you know, but I didn't get to see it because it was less visual for me to be able to make any comment on. But nevertheless, I knew that there was some friction. And and I was young enough where they, when they did split up that, you know, I had not enough built into it, into their life as us as a whole, like how little Eric is at this point. But when it was in my time, I I chance to see that. So um, the breakup to me was like a normal thing. And perhaps that throughout some people's relationships, you know, where women end up because they've never seen a lasting relationship between a mother and a father, uh, whether they were going together, getting married, whatever the case may be, that they grow up and it's easy for them to disconnect from the baby mama or the baby daddy because they never seen what it was like to have, you know, that, that lasting relationship or that loving relationship between a father and a mother in a marriage setting. And so um, it's it, 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 it's rewarding on one end, I see, but then on the other end, it's also rewarding because after you grow up and find out that that is not all the truth and that sometimes you have to do whatever you got to do to be happy and that even though you don't want to be selfish, about that, but it is called self-preservation. It's the law of nature. And so no matter, even when he grows, I believe, let's hope it don't happen, but we all got to go through something before we're actually able to reward ourselves with something as wholesome as a marriage or a family setting. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so, but Wendy, I want to also point back out to you. Go ahead, go ahead. Because even when you're married and if it ever got to that point right. where things do kind of unscrabble up, that's why it's important that you are 
are the best friends for each other that right. you can be. So even though that you might not see eye to eye, eye, to eye. Married, absolutely, you can always still fall back on being friends. That way, you don't have to worry about hurting that right. person, your, right. your spouse, your right. ex-spouse, whatever, no no more, or the children. Right. Because you're on neutral ground. Neutral ground. Right. Now, that that's getting to plug in on the last, because we're coming down to the countdown. But we're going to bring this well, up well, next your, week. What is your perspective, Wendy? Well, my perspective is this. Well, wait a minute, but for next week, we're going to talk about this again because this can be a very educational piece for those that are hurting and don't know how to how to deal with some of these uh, uh, love relationship life issues. And you know, my 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 call on this is this: I have I have five children and four fathers. Now, listening to Eric, little Eric. He brought to me something that was very, very important where he's able to experience, you know, mom and dad together in a household and been years where he has now developed a, 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 a dependence upon this relationship for his wholeness. In my case, I grew up without that. So I wouldn't be able to tell you if it would have made me whole. All I know is that I didn't want that for my children. You see what I'm saying? I didn't want that for my children. But life and you not being able to control what other people do, it had called in me where I had to leave the relationship, where I had to leave the relationship and... And I left the relationship early enough for where the kid could not get hurt from the, 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 the breakup, if you understand what I'm saying, which that was like a safeguard to me because the kid is a very, we, we're looking at the best interest of the child at this point. Right. And so what's in the best interest Law cannot tell you what's in the best interest. It can only give you conduct in the way you should act. But in life situation, to me, I had no other choice. So my kids grew up, even though they know the value of what it would be like to have two, but understanding that every life doesn't provide that for you and that for some odd reason, you have, when it came to me, I had to go through something before I was able to uh, to appreciate what is there, okay? So my mind, in my mind, I would say that if I had to do it again, I'd do it the same darn way I did it before. <laughs> because if you can be friends with a person, if you can be friends with a person, and in a year, in a year you find out, in a year you find out that that person is not compatible. One year, that's all it takes, six months sometimes, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, you, it's good to disagree. Sometimes you, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes it takes a year. No, it's because statistically. 
African-American family is composed of head of household, mother only, and then we have over 90% of the children in foster care in children's services is because of a lot of times the lack of the father being in the home. Wait. Or being wait a minute a two parent household. Wait a minute. Hold, hold on, on, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Is child support they pay money. So I'm not in agreement with you. Well you don't have this okay. Listen. It's very important to work out wait. the strength of the wait. family. Wait. Now I understand your point of view in that area. I do. But until that is done, until that is done, you're still going to have this dilemma. This is why we're talking about it. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? This is why we're talking about it. Because what's good for the goose ain't always good for the gander. Even though society has made you to believe that this can go together. But we're still households that got one mother and one father, and the kids still grow up to be lawyers and doctors. That's right. So it ain't it's not about lawyer and doctor. It, it can go it's about, both ways. It's about being healthy because it's when they come time for Christmas or come time for holidays and things like that, the family is important for the community. But in order to, to, to be in, in the situation from the get go, it's up to us because we have the, the biggest contact with our children. If we are unhappy inside, we cannot make Amen. our children happy. Amen. So, therefore, if we're in, unhappy because we're not in a stable relationship right. or we don't have a we relationship, right. that's because I'm speaking to the lady. Right. And I have, I I have to do this. To I have to do this. So this is, this, I'll get to the man, but I, wanna, I need to say this to the ladies, though. I was that person. Before I got married, I had children. Because I didn't want to lower my standards, my needs, my wants, or okay. what I wanted now, to do, we talking. I could not move on to get a stable relationship until I learned to accept what was offered to me out of love, I was able to move on. Without that, I kept myself at that, that level where I was, I was really unhappy. So unless you're really, really ready to come apart of the love and, the, and make the relationship, then do it. By all means, do it. But if, you, if I've had bad relationships and I knew it going in, it, I knew after uh, my 20s to feel good about myself in this relationship, even though I feel for this person, I need to do what's right, mainly if I have children. I need to do what's right for my children. Right. Even if it hurts me because I love this man. Right. But in the but long run, I have to do this. And I, that's why I said that I would not change a thing because to lower your standards in order just to have the man and the, the kids all in a one unhappy family just because you want the kid to have something. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, it's a big point here is to know when your limit is, to know where your limit is and how much that you will deal with in order for a person to uh, uh, to talk or, or a person to do anything. So let's, let's look at it from that point of view. And these are the people that we're trying to help. Um, I don't know, but we've got a caller on the phone, and I would like to put this caller on air. And you are on the air, so if you got something to say, speak up and let us know what you got to say. You're on the Lardy Miss Cardi Block Talk Radio Show. Stand up, speak up, speak out.
Hello, are you there? This is the the number of one 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 one. Are you on the air? Would you like to speak? Okay, well maybe that caller just looked listening in. Yeah. So let's look at this one more time. It's interesting. It's very interesting. You know, we got eleven minutes and I need to come up with what 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 let's talk about the guys now. The well, guys yeah, got some issues okay, too that well, they bring no, to the table. No, we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna bring that back next week. Okay, we'll I got do it that. set up. We only got but eleven minutes on this clock. We still got Tyler over here that's got to tell us a few of his stories and some of the stuff that that was being talked about really did touch you know a lot of us in here. It even touched Tyler. All right, so you know this is a very good conversation to get some stuff off. So. Uh, Tyler, if you want to, you can start by getting. Are you trying to burn the house down or what? <laughs> Listen, this is the Lardy Miss Clark Blog Talk Radio Show. We go close down in a minute. He over here burning up the house. <laughs> so okay, you know, give us a few of your verbal thoughts and you know, and 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 help the help the people see another side of thinking. Well, I'm gonna give y'all. Uh, both sides of the the coin. That way you won't hear it from one perspective or another. But this is how relationships can turn out. This one is called Tarnished Gold. Lo and behold, by the time she had control, all I became was a melting pot full of tarnished gold. Mama used to tell me, don't you ever sell your soul to the devil, to, the, to an idol or a woman, don't you know? A hard head makes a soft ass. You might write a check that your ass can't cash. I met a woman in a club. Needless to say that I fell deeply in love. A couple of years down the road, like my crazy man Hitler, she had taken control. Telling me not to stay out late. While at the dungeon watching the kids, she's creeping like a snake. I say, girl, you better back up off me. She lowered her voice and speak real softly. Telling the brother all the things he needs to hear. Like Charlotte Webb, she had me caught up in her. Like Charlotte, she had me caught up in her web. From New York, she had the finest, the flies of clothes, shears, things, see-through things. Wide open was my nose. For this woman, I used to cook and clean, buy special gifts, like trips and lavish things. For me, I would ask of the same, but for me, she'd rather play out in the rain. Onlookers would tell me. Onlooker, excuse me, would tell me, you're not catching on. You're acting like you were born yesterday gone. Then my friends on the streets would, when I would meet, I, a slap on the face, I turned the other cheek. Man, she used to argue. She used to fuss. She used to flip. My mind would get all twisted. I'd say, get a grip, get a grip. It wouldn't stop. It just kept getting worse. Like a camel in the Sahara, she was dying of thirst for the clubs, for the scenes, for attention from the men. You know what I mean? So, man, I decided to write her a letter in hopes that the situation would get a little better. No, it just kept right up. Tearing up my pictures of memories, man, I got fed up. So I decided to leave like Popeye. I wrote up my sleeves. I've taken all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. Packed up my clothes and headed for the door. I'm not looking back. You won't see me no more. 
now reside on the Dirty South Shore. Tarnish gold. Thank you, Tyler. That was a great piece of poem there. Come on, give us a second half. Somebody need to hear it. Somebody has been through that before. We're going to talk about it next week. Now, this one is called You Might Be With Someone. And this one goes vice versa. Listen up, men and women. You might be with someone, but they could never be me. The man who ignites your fire in your soul. The man who sets your spirits free. For your children, I used to cook, yes, gourmet dishes. Took away all your tears with the gentle of kisses. When the nights were cold, I would hold you real tight. With your body fitting like a glove, I'd rock you to sleep at night. You might be with someone, but they could never be me. The man who opened your doors when you threw away the key. I took you places no other could go. The man who took time out to show you more, show you more, show you more. You might be with someone, but they could never be me. The man who gave you his all for you to use freely. My life was in your hands. I was your puppet to command. You had so much control, you couldn't comprehend. You might be with someone, but they could never be me. The man who wined and dined you. The man who washed your feet. I did your hair, bought you clothes to wear, wrote you lullabies, and took you everywhere. You might be with someone, and you know what I mean. The man who was a king who treated you like a queen. And vice versa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all like that? Now, I like that. I think he need a hand on that one. That was good craftsmanship for that poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Thank you, Tyler. That was wonderful. I want the, everybody to hear that one because it's essential that we must come together and we must learn to love one another the appropriate way. The last words that i got to say on it is, when you're in a love relationship or in a friendship or whatever you want to call it, even in a marriage, the first three things that you want to have in that relationship is communication, all kind of communication. If the communication is bad and it's worthless, it will take the whole relationship out. But you need to have your friendship. You must know one another. You must get to know one another, one way or the other. But love must prevail. And then... The last but least, you must stay neutral. Yeah, in order to work a thing out, you must take a disposition of neutrality because it's really important. And, you know, and you must be intuitive in order to inspect the needs or to observe the needs without them having to say anything and then provide them because that's what makes things whole. You know, you got two whole people coming together, not just one half of each other coming together. It doesn't make a hole. And remember this, too. If you got to get out, get out. Because you know why? It's called self-preservation. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the law of nature. Because if you don't love yourself, you cannot love anybody else. I want to thank each and every one of the guests that came on to the show and also my co-hosts, Brenda Wright and Tyler on Verbal Thoughts, for coming on to the show and thanking them for helping to make this show a success. And I want to give special thanks to our young, young spokesman that talks about how he views things, and that's little Eric, because to hear a child's point of view is to know the truth 
because they steer from a very, very, uh, well, we can even just say a very, very uh, um, unbiased, true and pure light. So for the next show is going to be the same show we did this evening, and it should be better than the first. I'll bring some more to you next week. Until then, I got Tyler wanting to, to speak on something else. He's fired up, y'all, and so take and listen to this, and then we're going to vamp out from here. Thank you for coming to the Lottie Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show. Tyler, tell him. This is Tyler, Tyrone Island Smalls on the mic, and i like to dedicate this one to Miss Lottie, Miss Cardi, my baby. And this one's called Wake Me. Wake me. I must be dreaming. Because none of my wishes come true. I wished upon many stars for someone just like you. Now that you're here, I'll try to hold on. I don't want nothing in this love affair to ever go wrong. I've spent many sleepless nights with no one to hold. Been in many relationships that turned into tarnished gold. Yet, ours still remain un- I mean, anew. Is it your charm? Or is it just the cool in you? My love, my love, my baby. Say this is where it ends. My search, my quest for happiness. Stay, now that we're more than friends. Ooh, now that was very nice. Boy, now, y'all, I'm blushing. I'm blushing on that. Lord have mercy. Boy, Lord, 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 and even me, I still got a lot to learn. But in the learning is to appreciate every precious moment that is given to you, you know. And that ends the show for this evening. Thank you, Tyrone. I call you Tylen. All right. I want to thank you for that. That was a very, very, very warm and loving piece of communication that you said there. And I'm Everyone out there get this same type of treatment when they find that true one that they want to be with because it's important. You know, you need the support and you need the love and you need approval. And so to all of those that's hurting out there, we just want to say it will be all right. Just don't give up. Don't give up. Until next time, love and peace and happiness to all of you. Talk to you soon. He had a land on the plate, paper in the crowd, every day we meet, six pages of the cow, we hear on the track, so it's boy, boy, y'all, three, three, two, fifteen, just one last draw, a man on the plate, paper in the crowd, every day we meet, six pages of the cow, we hear on the track, so it's boy, boy, I know you see them shining, some with brain gripping, mouth full of diamonds, plus his chain gripping. He's a hustler's idol, he holds the player's title, respected by his rivals, with money and the power. He's so good.
Amen. 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 Amen.